is up, guys? Welcome back to the And Creates podcast. I hope you're all doing well here in Canada. It is, it's getting colder out. Uh, it's snowing again, so it's the perfect time to grab a hot chocolate and sit down and listen to your favorite podcast about music, business, and behind the scenes, and just music stuff in general. So I guess you are in the right place. I hope you have your hot chocolate ready. Anyway, <laughs> today's podcast is about funding and just a kind of a little bit of a rant that I had and some thoughts that I had about is funding is broken is the notion of it broken and kind of the way that it works broken along with a lot of things these days there's a lot of I don't know, you could say it's corruption, whether it's not or not, whether it's actually corruption or not, that's not really the point. It's the fact that it seems to be corruption or favoring of certain types of people or whatnot. And I don't mean in a racist way. I don't mean it in, in any kind of, you know, civil movement kind of way. I just mean that it seems like the rich get richer, basically. So the thing that I want to discuss is, is funding broken and what's going on. So this was inspired by an article that I read about $90,000 that was released from Factor Music to fund Grimes, which is a Canadian pop or alternate, I don't know what exactly her genre is anymore, but we're just going to say pop artist for now. So Canadian artist Grimes just got $90,000 from Factor to help fund her next record, uh, theoretically. Frankly, Factor and their funding system is very confusing, and I'm, I'm going to talk about that, but there's a million different programs and uh, a million different ways to apply or different people that can apply for different things, and if you apply for one thing, then it can lead to being able to apply for another thing and like they favor people who are kind of going through the system what I mean by that is they've they have different levels of things you can apply for so uh, artist development and getting started in demo recording and then a juried sound recording so you can actually make your record and then it just goes on from there and uh, you know all the way through to tour support and marketing and all that kind of stuff so if you start in artist development and you slowly build and make your record they like to follow you through your career to give you money down the line it's easier to apply. It's easier to get through uh, the jury or whatever the system is to get the funding to the people who apply and who meet the requirements and who they like best. So you actually have to apply every year and there's deadlines for the applications and then they have people that go and sift through them and look at them and decide who deserves it the most, who filled out the applications, right? Who looks like they have the best business plan, who looks basically like they have the most chance of success basically uh, to actually use it. Who's not just trying to, you know, game the system and get money um, because there's, there are a lot of artists who try and say, oh yeah, I need uh, $40,000 to make my record. Meanwhile, they plan on, you know, producing beats in FL studio on their laptop. They don't need 40 grand for that, but they just want to, you know, cover the cost for the life. Well, in that sense, they do have a system to look through all of the applications and look through all of what you say you're going to actually use the money for. And that's really good. That, that part's amazing. And, you know, as somebody who's worked on a lot of factor projects in the past, it used to come through the studio a lot. They do ask for the receipts. They do ask for the work orders. They do ask for the actual proof that you did the work that you said, said you were going to do and spent the money where you said you were going to spend the money. Uh, the other really cool thing is that they don't typically, not for all the, all of the programs, they don't fund the full amount of what your project is. So if you think your record is going to actually cost you $40,000, they might put up 75% of that. So you actually still have to give some money. So you're still going to have to pay 
10 grand for that and they'll pay the other 30 to help you out. So I really like that because it does make certain people put their money where their mouth is basically and say, yes, I am willing to invest in this as well. So I will put money forward as well. And you can kind of help me with that so that I can go above and beyond and actually make a better record. Um, and it's, it, that's good. So for those of you who don't know, also factor is a, it's partially government funded and it's also actually funded by radio stations. Radio stations are demanded to give money to factor. Um, it's some, it's for Canadians and it's to help the Canadian music scene. Basically. That's why the mandate there for Canadian radio stations is to pay into this, to help give money back to the artists, to help develop Canadian, uh, talent and be able to kind of stimulate the, the Canadian music scene basically. So that's really, really good. And I'm glad that, that Canada has such a great funding system that there is such a thing, because frankly, if you look into it, there is Ontario arts council, there's some BC creative councils. There's some other different funding places that you can go that are government funded in different levels or different organization funded. And that's, that's phenomenal. I'm really, really happy that happens. So the whole point is to help Canadian music artists develop themselves and be able to make a career, uh, be able to get to a point where they can support themselves through their own means and the factors helping them get there because to make a record does cost money, obviously. Um, and so they want to just help you do that. I guess I should say that the funding, I love funding. I love the, the way that it's set up in many respects, not in certain respects, which we're going to talk about, but the fact that there is funding, because I know that there are tons of places that have very, either no types of funding like this for artists or very limited types of funding that can be uh, accessed. I'm glad that the government has stepped in and kind of mandated some of these things, mandated that the radio stations help out mandated that they put some money towards it. Um, and then the other thing is, is Canada also has a program with the radio stations that they have to, it's called, called CanCon. Um, they have to play X amount of Canadian content. So Canadian artists, they have to play a certain amount of it on the radio so that artists can actually get noticed and get seen. That being said, they do sometimes just pick the top artists. Cause I mean, the weekend is Canadian. Justin Bieber's Canadian. Sean Mendez is Canadian metric. They're big in, Canada, there's lots of Canadian talent. And sometimes that Canadian talent has to go elsewhere in the world to get a career of some kind, you know, Billy talent. They're really big in Europe. Danko Jones is a really good uh, example. They're actually huge in Europe. They're like a punk band, but they can't seem to sell out anything here basically, but they'll sell out festivals over in Europe. Uh, same with Billy talent. They're really, really big over in Europe. They're big here, but not maybe as big three days. Grace. They're quite big here. They're even bigger in the States. They tend to do a lot of their touring in the States, but that's kind of just to be said about the, the Canadian music industry is smaller than the States. Also our geography doesn't help with that. So touring is a bit of a pain in the butt because there's long stretches of nothing. Whereas the States, you can drive an hour and you're in the next city. Uh, the next big city that could support a big arena tour. Whereas Canada, you can't, it's a bit harder to do that basically. Now, that being said, there are acts that have done this. Uh, the tragically hip, if you're Canadian, you would know them, but the tragically hip, they made a very, very successful career. Same with metric, very successful career. Actually, the tragically hip are massive in Canada, but if you go outside Canada, you don't, nobody knows who they are at all. Anyway, the whole point of factor and funding like this that the government has put in place along with the CanCon need for Canadian acts to be on the radio, that kind of stuff, is to help the Canadian music scene. Now, on to the problem of this funding and where I think it falls a bit short. 
is that big artists and labels can take advantage of it. And that's a bit of a problem. So this article, which sparked this, and a lot of people are quite mad at it, actually, uh, and quite mad at, at Grimes, quite mad at the government for allowing this, and it's not fully on them. It's not, It's definitely not. But Grimes, for those of you who don't know, she is a fairly successful pop artist. She's doing really, really good. She is currently living in LA. She is dating billionaire who is now, as of today, anyway, the second richest guy in the world. He's finally passed Bill Gates. Elon Musk down in LA. They have a child together. She's down in LA. She's got a successful music career. And yet her record label, actually not even her record label, her management company, Crystal Math Music, applied for the grant for her and got $90,000 for her new record, I guess. So Factor releases a list of everybody who got funding, the dates they got funding, you know, who applied for the funding, what province they're from, what province the applicant is from, all that kind of stuff, and so where the funding is going. And so Crystal Math Music was the applicant for the grant, for Grimes as the artist, and it was the comprehensive music company was the grant that they were going for. And then this was the weird part, is she She's from BC. She's from British Columbia. The application was for Quebec, which is where Crystal Math Music is from. So they applied and they got $90,000 from Factor for her. Now, th this is in the top percentage of what Factor pays out. This is high up there. And I went and looked into it. And the comprehensive music company, um, that grant that you can get, by the way, all this money, if you don't know anything about funding, all this money is actually not, you don't have to pay it back. As long as you actually do what you say you're going to do with the money, and as long as you actually go through with paying the people that you said you're going to pay, and they have the receipts and they have the, the proof of it, that money is yours. You don't have to give that back. That is them helping you, as long as you actually do what you said you're going to do with it. So the comprehensive music company which is the grant that they apply for. I went and tried to look at that and you can actually, there's actually two phases of it. And the first phase, you can only get 83,000 something. They're very specific on their numbers, by the way. So I'm generalizing here, but that's phase one. And then phase two, which has to be applied after you get phase one, which can be up to another $40,000. So they clearly went and got some for phase two of this grant and managed to get $90,000. Part of my other big problem with factor funding in general General is they've got so many different programs and so many different tiers of who can apply and who can get the money and how much they're going to pay based on your ranking in their tier system. So you can be record label level one, two, three, or four. You can be artist level one, two, or three. You can be, you know, all these different things. It's really confusing, which doesn't help smaller artists figure out how to do it. And that's why actually grant writers exist. And I'm, I'm glad they exist, but being a grant writer is actually a job. People have that as their job. So they are paid to uh, write the, the grant. And that's something you can actually write in your grant is part of the grant will fund the fact that you had a grant writer write the grant. But it just shows you that how complicated it can actually be when you need somebody whose full-time job it is to write the grant to potentially get you money. So anyway, I tried to dig into what this comprehensive music company grant was. And then in digging into that, I looked into Crystal Math Music, which is Grimes's management company, and they got the money for her. So part of the thing is 
is, is that Grimes, who is totally fine in terms of her money situation, she's apparently the net worth that you can find for her is three million bucks. She lives with a billionaire. I'm just saying it doesn't look good. So Crystal Math Music, which is up in Canada, her, her management, they apply to get this funding under her name. Whether Grimes did applied for it or not, Grimes may or may not see any of this music or any of this money, but they're getting it to help pay for her record. Meanwhile, she's got a lot of money. She's quite successful. You'd think she'd be okay. That's where the problem lies. These big artists and labels seem to take advantage of this. So her company is trying to get more money for this. Now, in the past two years, I looked this up. The past two years, Crystal Math Music has gotten $320,000 from Factor. In the past two years alone, they've done it for more, but they have gotten $320,000 in two years from Factor. They got um, a $46,000 um, music company grant for a band called Purity Ring. They got this $90,000 for Grimes. They got $131,000 for the comprehensive music company for Half Moon Run. So clearly they got the $85,000 in phase one and the full 40,000 in phase two and like maxed it out completely. So they got that. They also got another $11,000 for support of music companies. And they got another $40,000 for a comprehensive music company for EVA, which is another artist. So anyway, added up over the last two years, they've gotten almost $320,000. Now, if you look at this, Grimes is very successful. The other artist that got a really big payout was Half Moon Run. Now, Half Moon Run, they have almost a million monthly Spotify listeners. They have 113 million streams on like the top five songs that I went and calculated, which theoretically at the Spotify royalty rate that we can find would have given them $400,000 in just their top five songs alone from Spotify alone on streaming royalties which are terrible. But Half Moon Run is, they have quite a good career for themselves, I thought. But yet, here we go, they get $130,000 from Factor through Crystal Math Music. That seems a bit weird. The other part is the fact that Grimes got this money as a Quebec artist. Meanwhile, she's from BC and actually hasn't lived in Canada for years now because she's in LA with a living with a billionaire, uh, having a child. So this is not like, she's not flying back and forth all the time. It doesn't make any sense. So this is where the, the problem lies. And I'm not saying that she is corrupt. I'm not saying that crystal math music is corrupt. I'm not saying that either of them are doing anything that they shouldn't be doing. She does technically fit the criteria for the grant or they wouldn't have given it to her. So they're not necessarily the problem. And in a way, getting grants, a company trying to get grants, hiring somebody to try and get them grants and get them some more money is, is just, it's business. And it's kind of like a business hiring an accountant to maximize their tax returns in a, in a way. It's just business. They're trying to get as much as they can, as any business does. The point is, is that it's not necessarily the company, Crystal Math Music, that's trying to take advantage of the system. Now they're obviously getting a lot of money. It's not Grimes because Grimes probably doesn't even know that it's getting applied to on her behalf. I wouldn't be surprised if she has no clue, but they are obviously taking advantage of the system and the system and the policy that factor has. That's where the problem lies. That's where it's broken because the fact that these people who have a lot of money can get this funding, can still have very successful careers and still get the funding. At what point does it become a success story instead of somebody who's still receiving the funding? For small artists, that $90,000 could have 
funded four more records, four decent records for smaller artists who have absolutely no chance and no income money coming in and are trying to make their way. That shows you that the money can really be used uh, in different ways. And it doesn't make sense that somebody who has such an established career, she doesn't need or it doesn't seem like she needs. And if she does, then they need to come out with this, uh, be a little bit more obvious. But I mean, being in a relationship with a billionaire doesn't help. But she doesn't need the $90,000. So my thoughts on what needs to be fixed, what needs to change, because it's not the companies and it's not the, and it's not the artists. I mean, a lot of people are saying she should donate that money or she should give it back or go, no, I don't need it. But once again, she can't just take the money and donate it because a lot of people don't understand when they complain about this, they don't understand that the $90,000 has been allocated to things already. They, it's been allocated to producers, engineers, studios, whatever the case may be for the funding. She can't just take the 90000 and give it to a charity. She could go, hey, I don't actually want this. I don't need this. I don't need the money. I'm going to fund the record myself or Elon's going to give me a birthday present and fund my record. But where, where funding should be changed, how I think this needs to be changed, and this needs to be looked at a little bit heavier. She doesn't live in Canada. The whole point of the funding is to help the Canadian music industry. Now, I do know a band that went and moved down to the States, new moved down to Nashville for a bit to try and make a career for themselves down there. Meanwhile, they did apply for funding up here in Canada from Factor, and they did get asked, you don't live in Canada right now, you live in the States, why would we give you money? So they're a small band, they're getting asked this, and Factor wasn't happy with that part of it, but they said, we want to be able to come to Canada, and we want to be able to have this funding to try and get a career off the ground in Canada. Right now we can't do that and there's more opportunity immediately down here in the States for us. There's people that want to help us right now down here. There's just opportunity to play. There's opportunity to collab. There isn't that up there. So we'd need the money to help us get our foot in the door and get off the ground up there more than we do down here. And they did get some of the money, but they're a small artist and they got questioned about this. Hey, you want all of $10,000 or something. Why should we give it to you? You don't even live here. And yet here we are with Grimes going, she lives in the States and doesn't come up to Canada, has a quite a successful career. Why is she not getting asked why she's not in Canada to use this money? She's clearly not come back to Canada. Like it takes a Google search to look and go, hey, yeah, she just had a kid with a billionaire who has two companies down in the States. Um, I don't think she's going to be moving up to Canada anytime soon. Now, obviously you got to ask her, but you know, it doesn't look good. <laughs> so it needs to be fixed as to where the money's going because it's supposed to go back into the Canadian music scene. And yet she's in the States. So is she come back to make a record. Uh, is she, is it being spent all in Canada? I don't know, but I am guessing it sure doesn't look good necessarily from the outside as uh, a lot of people who don't look into this stuff and who don't realize what's going on. They need to talk to them and understand where this money is going. They need to be a bit more forefront about this because if they look very successful yet, they're still getting buckets of money because she's successful in getting the most amount of money that's out there <laughs> for the year. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't look good. That could be for the small artists that need the funding a lot more. Um, and I think they need to kind of distributed a little bit differently than just giving these the rich get richer kind of a things. They need, I think, different tiers and more clearly stated tiers because there's so many different tiers. And maybe the big artists like Grimes and like, you know, Half Moon Run, they need the money. They need some funding, which is fine, but they shouldn't be in the same category with the like jury sound recording. They shouldn't be in the same thing as people that are getting 
$10,000 and $20,000. And like the normal everyday artist who's trying to get their foot in the door and trying to get their career off the ground and who this is what's going to make or break them. These artists like Grimes are big and if they get the funding, great. They'll be have to spend less on the record, but they're still going to make a record whether they get the funding or not. She's not going to just go, oh, I didn't get factor funding. I can't make a record. She's still going to do it. But there are smaller artists that need this money to be able to make a record. Otherwise, they're not going to make a record. I really think that there needs to be a different tier so that you, as an artist or somebody looking in, you're not in competition and taking away from the smaller artists who this is make or break, because that's where the biggest frustration is, is there's so many other artists that could use this so much more effectively because it's make or break. So why, why is she getting the money? Why is she kind of taking it? Because right now it feels like she's taking it away from four other artists whose records could be funded quite well with that money and be here in Canada and get their career off the ground. So basically, I think that there just needs to be harder regulations. How big do you have to be to qualify? How much success do you have to have to not be a recipient anymore? How many sales do you need to be able to qualify, which on the low end, but then how many till you don't qualify anymore on the high end? How many streams? How many? How much income based on your music? How can they quantify this so that these companies and these artists can't take advantage of it anymore and get all this money because of course the more sales that they have if they still qualify and they have a lot of sales they're probably eligible for more money that's why she can get ninety thousand dollars and other artists who are just starting out can't even possibly get that amount they can only get twenty thousand dollars because they have to prove themselves now i fully agree with this i'm not saying give ninety thousand dollars to somebody who doesn't have a career at all and has never put out a song i'm not saying to do that but i I am saying that there needs to be some kind of a top limit cap as to how successful you're going to be and how much money one artist can get based on what they're doing with their career. Grimes over the years has actually gotten over $185,000 total from Factor. But the other two grants that she got was a $75,000 one in 2015, which was right after her breakthrough record. And then another $20,000 in 2016, all three of these actually were applied for by Crystal Math Music. Clearly they have a good grant writer. Back in 2015, 2016, that makes sense. She was getting her feet off the ground. Her career was being launched and they needed help with tour support. They needed help with video stuff. They needed help with, but now she's successful and established and has a name for herself and lives in the States. And now she's getting more money than she's ever got before. I, th I just think that there needs to be a bit more of a tier system, a bit more of an upper limit cap so people can't take advantage of this and it just needs to be distributed better and the systems, the policies at which they decide who gets this need to be a bit better uh, in deciding who gets the money and they should almost be having to put in their income from their music. What are they making? Because if I've heard of stories of people getting funding and yet they're making $4 million a year off their music. Well, that's not fair. That's not fair at all. That's not, that's just trying to help minimize their cost for making their own record to make more money. That's not getting money. That's going to be a make or break for your record. And that's what I think the funding was set up for in the first place and needs to kind of go back to that. So is it broken? Currently, I think there are definitely some big flaws. I don't think it's broken because it definitely still achieves what it's supposed to. I just think more new policies have to come in and people have to, it has to be reworked a little bit based on the things that are happening these days because 
frankly, that's just not fair. So that being said, I would be very interested to hear what you have to say. So you can go to anacreates.ca slash podcast and find this episode. Leave a comment there. Let me know what you think or hit me up on Twitter at anacreates and I'd be happy to have a conversation about this. I'm very curious. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there's something that I don't know. Maybe she is broke and that's why she's living with a billionaire and mooching off him. I have no idea, but it just seems a bit strange. So that being said, that is it for this episode. I would love to chat with you about this. So please hit me up and let me know your thoughts. Subscribe if you haven't already so you don't miss any future episodes. I will see you in the next one. Until then, always be creating. Oh, 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 oh,